Hi, I'm Bridget Wood and you're listening to Miso Scoop. The past week has been a very good week because it's been Golden Week. So what exactly is Golden Week, you may ask? Basically, it's the most exciting time of the year because we get four public holidays over a six-day period. So I had Friday off and then the weekend and then I worked on Monday and had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Now, this is pretty good and a really big deal in Japan where you only get 10 days of leave each year and any sick day you take is taken from that holiday leave. Cue the walking corpses coming to work to save their holidays. But anyway, Golden Week is celebrating Showa Day, which is the old emperor's birthday, Constitution Day, when the post-war constitution came into effect, uh, Greenery Day, which celebrates nature, and Children's Day. Now, Children's Day is actually them trying to be nice because this is actually the celebration of the boys' festival. There's apparently a girls' day or a doll day back in March, but it doesn't get a public holiday. Feminism in Japan, hey? We'll save that for another week. But to be honest, this Golden Week could not have come at a better time. This is what my life sounds like a lot of the time. Tokyo is a world city for a reason. It's frenetic, always. Now, two and a half months in, and some of the novelty has started to wear off, and some things have just become frustrating. Don't get me wrong, I love, love, love Tokyo, but some of its quirks are starting to annoy me. From the little things, like not being able to find anything in the supermarket. Compared to Australia, supermarkets here are tiny, with a limited range, but I'll do a whole podcast on the supermarket situation another time. And they just don't stock the majority of stuff I'm used to. And even if you do manage to find what you need, my kitchen is so tiny, I actually do most of the cooking on the floor, only putting something on the bench. And when I say bench, I mean the 15 centimeter gap between my stove and sink when it needs to be cooked. The saying my floor is so clean you could eat off it has never been more relevant to my life than right now. Another thing that I find quite difficult in Japan is the over politeness of the Japanese people. They are so lovely and so polite but sometimes it becomes overly so and turns into rudeness. I feel there is this mentality of here of not wanting to interrupt or get in the business of someone else. But on the other day on the train, an old lady and I were standing. No one gives up their seat for the elderly here. And this old lady may have had one or two drinks and was a little bit rocky on her feet. The train slowed down. Suddenly she went flying, falling on top of me and was lying on the floor unable to get up. And no one came to her help. No one even, like, looked in her direction. So me with my hands full and trying to stand there and balance on the train at the same time was the only one trying to haul this poor lady up. So as good as Japan is, I was really looking forward to this relaxation. And I did lots of general exploring and wandering and and savouring the actual sunshine, which has finally arrived. But these would be some of my highlights. Firstly, I went to the Azalea Festival. Now there is a never-ending supply of flowers in Tokyo and it makes it quite pretty because it's quite a grey, concrete, earthquake-safe city. It's not beautiful necessarily, but there's constantly flowers around. You've firstly got the cherry blossoms, then we've gone on to the wisteria, and now we've hit the azaleas. Now Nezu Shrine has a whole azalea garden built into the hills surrounding it, so naturally they have a giant festival every year. 
To be honest, I went, and the flowers weren't that amazing, but Nezu Shrine, on the other hand, was just gorgeous. Add it to your list of places that Bridget says you should go. It's got shrines and these enormous trees and hills and gardens and rivers and bridges, everything, and it's pretty much in central Tokyo. It's just beautiful. The other cool thing, apart from finding this amazing shrine, is that whenever there is a festival, a giant marketplace seems to set up too. It seems to be the same stalls at every festival every time. It's okonomiyaki, fried fish, yakitori skewers and lots of drinks. You also get to play games like shoot the bottle, catch the goldfish, quite literally catch the goldfish that are alive and kicking and for sale, or catch the bouncy balls that floats down the river. No one is putting any balls down any clown's mouths at this festival. You can even do a bit of shopping here. I spotted a whole store of granny knickers for sale. So the Azalea Festival, despite the not that impressive azaleas, was really cool. Another highlight of my week was my trip down to Kamakura. Now Kamakura is just over an hour on the train from Tokyo, but it feels like another world. It's a beachside town famous for having many, many, many shrines and an 800-year-old giant Buddha. The main street is lovely, full of shops selling all sorts of goodies, including purple sweet potato and green tea ice cream, which, amazingly, actually tastes 10 times better than it sounds. So ice cream in hand, I walk down to the beach, and the beach is quite glorious. It's not golden sand, it's more of a kind of grey, but it's really very pretty, or maybe I've just forgotten what a beach looks like after staring at a concrete wall for most of my days. But people were out surfing and swimming and sunbaking, and there was just one problem. Hawks. Everywhere. I mean, when I first saw them, I thought it was quite a cool addition to the landscape, having this whole sky full of hawks rather than your usual seagulls. That was until a man walked past me holding his lunch, and he was dive-bombed repeatedly. A whole flock of really big hawks with really big talons and really sharp beaks. Better him than me, but I thought that was probably my cue to get out of there and go see this Buddha. On my way up there, I did find an antique shop selling the cheapest antique kekoshi dolls I've ever seen. So, unable to resist a bargain, I bought a half meter, couple of kilo piece of wood, which is actually a really beautiful carved traditional wooden doll, but I then had to lug around with me for the rest of the day. But, a bargain! So, my kekoshi doll and me eventually made it to this 800-year-old Buddha, which was really, really impressive. It's not as giant or ornate as some of the ones you might see in Thailand, but the cool thing about this Buddha is that you can actually go inside. He's completely hollow. This was a really awesome thing to do, but a little bit concerning with all the tsunami and earthquake evacuation warnings around. Being in the belly of the Buddha is not exactly where I'd want to be if a tsunami did happen to strike. Other than that, though, a really successful Golden Week. But stay tuned though, because next weekend is super exciting. We have the enormous but slightly hectic, but a must-see, Sanja Matsuri Festival and the kickoff for the Summer Sumo Tournament. Maine Japan really is the best. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.